Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sunday, so you know what that means. It's an all-new episode of the Rap Lab Podcast. It's your boy. They call me the Candy Man because you know I'm sweet. I got that charm. I know how to talk. It's your boy, the A-L-F-R-E to the D. Yeah, ain't no father like me. It's your boy, the Rev Barber MC. And it's the one and only true G. Just call me the QG. And y'all know who I be, the dreads that get the bread. So it's the one and only T.O. And y'all know the slogan. Oh, fellas, y'all want to repeat that as usual? What's the dealio? Exactly. (laughs) What's the dealio, my fanatics? Yo, real quick, yo, yo, T.O., every time you about to say that, bro, I think of of Buster Rhymes and Q-Tip because on For the Nasty, at the beginning of the song, they'd be like, yo, what's the dealio? So. <laughs> classic song, classic song. But uh, so it's an all new episode of the Rap Lab. We back. The band is back together in full. It's us four. It's us four going forward. You already know how we do. We got the True G. We got the Rev Barber, and we got the Mac Man To. And then of course the quartet is not complete without the Candy Man. Announcements before we get into the program this week. Uh, it's coming. We got a month left. Boardwalk Buds, Atlantic City. The Candyman, T.O. and the Rev will be there live. L-I-V-E live, in flesh, in person, at the Boardwalk Buds convention, June 25th through the 27th. Atlantic City, New Jersey, in the Showboat Hotel. So uh, make sure that you, uh, after, you know, you get your edibles, after you get your puff puff and pass one to Rev, uh, just come by, get get high, say hi. And we're going to have some merch for sale, and we're going to have some uh, goodies to give away. Uh, and I got a, I got a chimp uh, that's going to be on the boardwalk I got to take a picture with. So, <laughs> definitely. A.K.A. Bubbles. Oh, yeah. By the way, teespring.com slash Rap Lab. Um, the Rap Lab merch is up. Uh, you got the QG Rap Lab TV uh, signature collection. You got the Rev Barber signature collection. Uh, we got something for everybody. T-shirts, hoodies, tank tops. Even baby onesies, because, you know, Rap Lab is for the children. So we got a little bit of everything for everybody. The old logo merch is still up. The new logo merch is coming. So uh, stay tuned. And we got a whole bunch of other uh, merchandise in the works. So definitely check that out, and we'll keep you all posted. And last but not least in the announcements, check our Instagram, Rap Lab Pod, because Rap Lab TV has launched, hosted by... The true G himself, Mr. QG. Episode one, we talked about Nicki Minaj. Yo, QG, real quick before we get into this episode, let him know what's on tap for episode two. Give him a little preview of what you might be talking about. All right, for episode two, we are going to celebrate the 30-year anniversary of the original Gangster album by Ice-T. So be on the lookout for that video. It's a celebration of what I feel, in my opinion, is his best work. So... Be on the lookout, Rap Lab TV. That's going to be episode two coming at you. Absolutely. So, again, that's on Instagram, exclusively on Instagram. It's Rap Lab TV. Without further ado, it's time for this week's episode topic. So we're going to do something different, a little different format to the show. This week, we're reviewing the This Week in Hip Hop News, ladies and gentlemen. So what that means... So we didn't did our diligence. We 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 found several things that were newsworthy throughout the week to discuss, and now we're gonna bring it to y'all attention. 
So the first thing, is there trouble in the Maybach music group? So apparently Meek Mill had a birthday party. Meek Mill, you know, member of Maybach music group. For those of y'all who may have been living under a rock for the last decade, Maybach, you know, Meek Mill, Wale, Rick Ross, right? Oh, come on, man. Oh, man, baby back rib music. I'm sorry. This is not a Chili's commercial, bro. But, uh... But, so, Meek Mill has his birthday party, and Rick Ross rolls up to the birthday party and gets denied entry. Uh, later on, it's revealed that Meek Mill wants to leave Double MG. This is not the first time that Meek Mill has had a problem with, with Maybach Music Group. Back in 2012, when his debut album Dreams and Nightmares dropped, he and Wale feuded on Twitter because Meek Mill felt Wale didn't promote his album enough. So, this is not Wait. the first time. Go ahead. It was that long ago? It was that long ago. Time is flying, my man. That was nine years ago. Wow. That's why Good I said Lord. it. You, it <laughs> I never that. thought 2012. I thought it was uh, after that. No, bro. Dreams and Nightmares dropped 2012, bro. It was Damn, mostly old. nightmares. It was mostly nightmares anyway. But okay. <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> but, but, yeah, man, so... Uh, this is not the first time there's been infighting in MMG with Meek Mill at the center of it. Uh, my personal opinion on this whole thing. I feel like nothing can stay the same forever. And we see this situation in all of life, whether you look at the sports world. There are very few players who play for the same team their entire career. Uh, it, that's a rarity now. Even in relationships, you could be you. Uh, a guy could be with a chick for for ten years, and then things fall apart, and then they break up and move separate ways. You know, family, brothers could come up together their whole lives, and then one thing happens, and they don't talk to each other no more. So, um, I just feel like if if there's a way to want to make a split, you don't do it that way because obviously, if Rick Ross is rolling up to your to your birthday party. He's trying to come show you love, you know what I mean? And and for you to be petty like that and deny him entry into your birthday party, then that says a lot. But maybe there's more to the story that we don't know, because why deny the man entry? It could be Meek being... And, we, and we've seen in the last couple of years or so the way Meek Mill can get. You know, Meek Mill, this guy, was in the clothing store and uh, seen Nicki Minaj and her husband, and that was the issue. We all seen the infamous tape where uh, Takashi Six Nine ran into him in the parking lot and said, "That nigga a cop! That nigga a cop!" <laughs> Which obviously, if anybody knows who's a cop, it would be Six Nine. But yeah, man. So it could be a, it could be a, it could be a larger issue because why would I mean trying to get off the label is one thing. You could have an amicable business split, but for you to for you to have your security deny a man entry into your birthday party. That that says that that's telling in my opinion. What y'all think? Uh, well, to uh, add into that, this went down in Miami at uh, Club Liv or Club Live, if anybody wants to call it that. It was it was Meek's birthday. You know, he just turned thirty four years old, and you know he's been through a lot in his life in his career. And like you said, Ross was just going to come. You know, probably show some love, celebrate. And the reports is Meek wants to get off the label. And Rick Ross, he's trying to get him to finish his contracted agreement. So once you're finished with that, maybe you can leave. But don't leave a 
properly, especially without us working. You know, we got to work out our problems. So I feel that Meek is strong enough that he can leave and do his own thing independently. He does have a great fan base. He has a following. But I'm sure, you know, Rosé, he held him down. You know, I, like I haven't heard or seen anything negative from Rick Ross's side about Meek. And I'm kind of surprised that Meek hasn't done or said anything publicly because, like you mentioned, he was very vocal about Wale. So I guess with Ross is, is something a lot different. But I think both of those guys could fix that. They could talk it out or do something. But to deny him at the party, like that's that's kind of that's kind of crazy for it to go to that level. But uh, I feel I feel Meek can leave, but I feel he should finish out, do this last album or however album, many albums you've got. Work out something. Do it professionally, like businessmen. There's splits that go on all the time. Partnerships break up. People want to leave labels. It's kind of interesting looking at it now because it's not like you could just jump off and go to another label. You guys remember, well, if somebody was having problems at Rockefeller, they'll try to go to Rough Riders or they'll try to go to Murder, Inc. Or maybe they'll go to Bad Boy or go to Death Row. There's not that many strong labels out there today. It's like independent is the way to go. So I feel Meek has built himself up enough with the mixtapes and the albums where he can do his own thing. Just the way that the process is going around, though, I think I think eventually those guys could talk it out and maybe fix that. Oh. Yeah, I feel like nothing lasts forever. You know, we've seen all groups, all labels have quarrels with each other. And I'm surprised that Meek has been on this label for that long. I've always kind of, excuse the pun there, but looked at Meek as a boss himself. And I know he he has the Dream Chasers label and management, but he's not really put any artists out. I feel like maybe it's time for him to start doing that and shine on his own and become a real boss. There could be some internal issues that we may not know about publicly, and truth always comes out, so we might find out about that you know, through time. But at this point, I don't think he should be petty to the man, but like I said, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But to have someone not be able to gain entry into a birthday party that you thought you was cool with somebody. Yeah, some, something's going on behind the scenes. But I think it is time for me to to branch out too. But do it respectful. I, would, I wouldn't I would have denied entry to Rick Ross. I probably would have had him at a far table and not pop a bottle with him. But that's kind of embarrassing too. And that sends a huge statement about where those two are at right now. I, I completely agree with both points, all three points, if anything. When you look at this, first of all, I was shocked when I first saw the news because I thought these two, it, 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 for some reason, and and Lord, don't 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 take this the funny way. I felt like Meek Mill was like the Memphis Bleak to Rick Ross. Oh like no! Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa,
you know, Rick Ross was like the star print. And like you like you mentioned, Meek already had problems with Wale nine years ago. I still can't believe that's that's long ago. But you can't deny a man that helped put you on right off the back. Now, supposedly there are issues regarding the contract, like this already mentioned. But the thing that also made me <laughs> laugh is like, this is in Miami. Isn't this Rick Ross hometown? Yeah. You denied right. him in his hometown to come in your birthday party? <laughs> who's the who's the real boss? That, who's the, that, bro? That's disrespectful right there. But like y'all said, let him try to finish his contract and then like branch off. Now I'm not trying to say like he's the Memphis Bleak. I was just coming on a fan's perspective as the coming of age. It was like I felt like Rick Ross was passing the keys to Big Mill like that. How Jay Z tried to bro, be bro, you, you just called. You just call Meek Mill Rick Ross's hype man. <laughs> the guy who, when the boss don't want to get his hands dirty, this is the guy that does the work. I, I mean, like he, that. I like that. I'd say Kyrie Irving, if anything. Okay, okay, Kyrie Irving. Let's say that. I mean, well, at one point, okay. I mean, Meek Mill can hype people up, believe it or not. He he could be a hype man if he wants to, but he's still a rapper. So, 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 I mean, so basically, Ross is LeBron and. Yeah, and, and, and okay. I, maybe I should have said that analogy. I but, like that though, bro. <laughs> now, nah, but but you I'm, know, like but, but you know what brings the point though, because you gotta remember before Meek Mill, and this is a long, far off time ago, and a lot of people may not know or may not remember this, but before he got on MMG, Meek Mill was on Grand Hustle, and <clears> Ti <throat> never, Ti didn't. Well, I'm not gonna say never did anything for Meek Mill, but Meek Mill was just like, like many record labels who have a lot of artists. Meek Mill was just one of those guys in the background who was never gonna get a shot. He went to Double MG, and Rick Ross made him the guy. So it's just it's just a little like you can't tell the story of Meek Mill without Rick Ross's involvement. You know what I mean? Of course, of course. So, like he had this man had hits under under Maybach. I'm a boss. Uh, house party, up to uptown vibes. So it's just. Even that god awful blasphemous song that he did with Nicki Minaj with Chris Brown singing the hook. Oh god, yeah, god. yeah, that was that was bad. She was the baddest. It was the realest. Apparently not. Well, <laughs> according according to QG on Rap Lab TV, Nicki Minaj definitely was not the baddest. <laughs> a shout out to oh, Nicki. God. I just I, I just want Nicki to do better. That's a sidebar. But um, but yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna see how this develops. Uh, moving on in the news. So it, it has been revealed that DMX has a new album on the way posthumously. Uh, you can go in the archives and check our discussion on posthumous albums and how we feel about them. But yes, DMX new posthumous album named Exodus. Now, forgive me for what I'm about to say. Uh-oh. Oh, but no. if DMX was still alive, and I'm being very, very honest here. If he was still alive, nobody was checking for him. Oh. That's not true. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Do y'all remember the album, the last album DMX came out with? Was it Undisputed? Undisputed. Not that one. The other one. There was one before Undisputed? Oh, The Way In? Hold on. I'm going to tell you. I have my uh, Google machine working. Oh, yeah, it was Undisputed. 
because the way in is a mixtape that that came out um in 2012 of, of, of actually of september 11th so the last album that we had undisputed, undisputed. undisputed. i thought it was redemption of the beast no nah, uh, uh, yeah, 2015 redemption of the beast I didn't even know. I didn't, all right, cool. Redemption. Anybody was checking for that? No. Was I? I, was, was I, I didn't even know about the album. So me neither. I, w- I wish I did. I would have. I would have checked for it. But but good looks on that. Reference. No promotion. I didn't know about that album. No, nah, there wow. was no promotion behind it. Wow. Well, the not, last not surprised. The last album I heard from DMX was Undisputed, and nobody was checking for that man in 2012. Everybody wrote that man off. They said, oh, DMX got another album? Oh, all right, cool. I'll listen to it when I get some time. And over a decade later, still ain't nobody had time to listen to it. That's how most people don't know it exists. So if DMX was still alive and coming out with an album, it'd be like, oh, one of the OGs is dropping a project. But nobody's going to listen. But like Jimmy Iovine told Suge Knight, a dead man will always sell more records than a man that's alive. So everybody's going to go and jump off and buy and buy this Exodus album. I'm going to make a bold prediction. This album is going to chart number one in the first week. Because uh, I man, agree with that. Because the man ain't here no more. If people was really checking for DMX and people really fucked with him, why Undisputed and the album that Rev just named that I didn't know existed, why, why those didn't jump off? Different labels. Yeah, but... Yeah, was it was on Def Jam. And he didn't have all these guys behind him as he has now. He did, he passed away and everyone jumped back to his side. But while he was alive, he didn't have all these producers trying to help him out with all these features. I agree with you. It's a big reason. He's right. He's right. Like I said, the dead the dead man is always gonna sell more. It's just like it's just like Pop Smoke. You think Pop Smoke would have really popped off if 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 he didn't die? Him dying added to to the allure. And we see. Nah, we see he was gaining a buzz already. No, he was gaining a buzz. He was gaining a buzz, but I don't think he was gaining. But, he was going to get that much buzz but, even but, when he was alive. No, he, he was correct. He was gaining a buzz, but I don't think his album would have sold out on Amazon in CD format in twenty twenty in twenty twenty if he didn't die. They probably would have streamed the shit out of it if it was yeah. if he was alive. But people buying the CD, no, especially no. especially the way he died. Right. Look, even look at um what um even though none of us really listened to him, look at Triple X Tentacion. The day, the same day he died, all his albums were sold out across Amazon. Mm. Jumped up nine hundred spots on the charts. Yeah, so that, that, that is very sad. So I mean, it takes it takes it takes somebody to die for for their albums to get hyped. Like I said, if DMX was alive, this Exodus album wouldn't be as big of a deal as people are making it out to be. If I'm wrong, the three of y'all could tell me I'm wrong, but that's that's how I feel. And and I guarantee you, I guarantee you. And Rev, you probably will agree with me on this one, but I guarantee you, whatever the single happens to be from this Exodus album, you're gonna hear it on Hot 97, and you're gonna hear it on Power 105. And they, they some, weren't now, they now, weren't, now, yeah. And, yeah. And like, and like you will say, Al, they weren't checking for them for him either for these past few years. Let me tell exactly. let, let, let me tell you something. It wasn't until DMX died, and they wanted to play all these tributes to him. Oh that, my that, God. That, that, that you heard the man on Hot 97. It kind of made me sick. Seeing all that, it really made me sick to see that. No, and 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 oh, go go, go ahead, Q, and I'll get no, to my- no, 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 no. Um, just to add on to what you're saying, uh, I'll let you finish it. But it, it's just it's just like what you guys were talking about. Where were all these people when this man was suffering? 
This man was going through hell, back and forth, going through drug problems, jail, all this, all these things. And they people, and they made fun know, of it. And they made fun of it too. That. Right. Yeah, they right. did. They, they 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 were making jokes about it. And, you know, this man was going through a lot of pain. This is when the people that really cared for him pulled him to pull him back, pull him to the side, get this man some help, do something. Don't just shout, you know. Yeah. Shout shout out to Steve Rifkin, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah shout, out to, shout out to Steve, man. But 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 my the thing that angers me though, the only time you would hear DMX, they would play they would play party up when they when when they do like the the lunchtime throwback mix on Thursdays. But other than that, you wasn't hearing no DMX. Now the man died the same day. Hot ninety seven twenty four seven DMX for a whole day. Right, and, and on the, internet, um, go ahead. And internet publications. You know, for years, there was hinting at a DMX comeback, DMX comeback, but no one really tracked it. And, you know, like everyone is saying, when he passed away, there was all these tributes. And like T.O. said, people were making fun of him because of his addiction. And now he's gone. Now you have all these producers, all these features coming out of nowhere. But where were these guys during the original comeback? And I don't think that's fair for DMX, you know? That's not fair for for someone like DMX, who who made a super impact, and he was battling demons. You know, we're no one to judge these demons. But, I mean, I'm happy for his comeback. I wouldn't personally say no one was checking for him. Rather, no one was helping him. You know what I'm saying? No one was there assisting him. But this album, I'm pretty excited about. You know, Nas is on two tracks. I'm very happy about that. Uh, Speaking of Pop Smoke, I was looking for the Pop Smoke feature but it's not here. It was said that it might be on Pop Smoke album or they may come out with a deluxe album because supposedly DMX has a lot of work in the stash. Um, as far as uh, other features, Lil Wayne is on it. I know Al's happy about that. Uh, I'm not checking for that feature, personally. Um, I'm with the. <laughs> but but Weezy F Baby and the F is for Phenomenal, man. Oh, man. Now um you can't spell we got the Griselda boys on it, which is sure to be a good one of the standout cuts. I think Just Blaze got that on lock as yeah, far as production. He, yeah, he produced and, that. He produced and, that song. And Don't Sleep, Bono from U2 is on it. And if y'all remember, he was on the Kendrick Lamar album too, and that was a standout was. track there too. So that was pretty cool. And taking it back to the Rough Rider days, you got Infrared and Cross mm-hmm. and Ice Pick J. And of course the locks and Swiss, so I'm excited about this I, album. I, I'm interested on the track with uh, Jay Z and Nas. Yeah, Bath this Souls. is going to be very, very interesting because Nas is on two tracks, which is yep. which is very good. It's good to see Tommy and Sincere back together. I'm about to say you <laughs> might as well name you might as well name a track Belly Two, Belly Three, <laughs> Belly Four, Five, Six, Seven, Eight, Nine, Ten. Right, so uh, um, uh, so how this looks is um, this has been. The first since the uh, Grand Champ, because Grand Champ was the, was the last uh, um, Def Jam release, they said. That was back in 03. This album is scheduled to come out May 28th. And, and you guys ran through the list of, you know, uh, the features that's on there. Obviously, Swizz is on the board. Swizz is on production. You got Kanye West on there. Dame Grease is on there. Uh, you got The Runners and Primo. This is going to be interesting because he has a song yeah. with Nas. And Primo is on the board, so nice. uh, the name of the song is Walking in the Rain. Also, Mr. Porter is part of that. For you guys out there that know, that's a member of D12 people. Yeah. Now, if you say it, I'm going to kill you. Bro. Oh, no. And notice denied! Denied! I didn't say it first day for a reason because of this guy. 
uh, and Snoop shout Dogg. Out to, shout, out, shout out to Royce, man. Snoop Dogg is on there, man, on the on the Swizz and, yeah, on the Swizz and Dre beat. Swizz and Dr. Dre and the boards, man, together with, with, with X and Snoop and Usher is on here. But you not, uh, but but, no. but you see now here's my other here's my other problem though. He's got a star-studded list of features and producers. But if he was alive and made this album, you think Dr. Dre would have really made a beat for DMX? No, no, <laughs> he wouldn't have done it. No. Well, but I, listen, what, what, what I want to know, what I want to know is, will he ever work with Mon- Money Bag Yo? Because why is he? Hey. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's getting everybody's getting a piece. You know what I mean? People, people are coming around. You think Jay Z would have been on here if X was still alive? Nope. Nah. Mm-hmm. No way. Let me let me even so so you know what this sounds like. DMX probably had work in the stash. They probably stripped the vocals from the original beats, and they 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 basically tupoked it. Because now they're gonna they they're gonna make they're gonna have fresh beats for the old vocals that nobody ever heard, and they're gonna slap features on it that weren't recorded until just now. They Tupac'd it, or 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 if you want to go what well I think I think Big L the big picture was was more authentic than any Tupac record, but um I like the big picture. It was just a few problems for me on that. But but no, nah, they Tupac'd it because. Do you really like 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 you said? Do you think Dre and Jay Z would have been involved? I could see Griselda being the only ones involved. The Griselda right. boys, only yeah, ones yeah. involved, naturally. Style, style wise. But I, I I hate to use this word, and uh, I know this is a is a favorite word of a good friend of our show, Barry Grant from the All Even Podcast. But oh, this is a circus. That's how I feel. This is a circus. It's the circus. Somebody, you know, somebody, get the clowns and the elephants and, and give me some popcorn. This is a circus. I'm, I'm very interested to see how radio plays a part in this. You guys discussed it. So when this album officially comes out, let's see, let's see what happens on the radio. Let's see what singles are going to be out. Let's see what videos are going to be put out. Let's, let's, let's see how this all comes together. I think you know, I know. I think I know one of the singles they're going to try to hype up. What do you think? I think they're gonna be. I think they're gonna hype up bath salts with Jay Z and Nas for some reason. Of course. For some reason, they're gonna aim at that direction because you know Jay Z is part of it. You know they're gonna try to squeeze him in the mix too. I got another thing for you guys. You know who else is on that song? Bath salts is listed, probably oh. doing background vocals. Beyonce. And you know, and you know when bath salts drops, you know who's gonna go crazy over it? <laughs> Funk flex. I was just about to get to it. That that man going to be like, <clears throat> he's going to be like, yo, this track crazy. My beats by Dre game crazy. Oh, God. All that extra stuff. I and want you to hear, stay focused. I want you to be focused. Just play the record. And you're going to hear like 15,000 bomb drops <laughs> out of the record. Just play the record, man. Call it a day and play the record. Stop all that yelling and all that crazy stuff you're doing. Eyes bulging out of your head, saying a bunch of crazy nonsense. I'm going to be at Salsa Con Fuego next Saturday night. It's going to be crazy. Good spot, by the way. Good spot. Oh, man. But uh, moving on out of this horse and pony show. Uh, the, the next oh. the next. The next Actually, topic. before you go on, before you go on, my bad, before you go on, yeah. what I really hope to, to, to cap off this, I hope that the album proceeds go to his family, his kids, man. 
100%. I don't want him to fight for none of that money that's going to be accumulated, man, because they deserve, especially his son Exodus, who the album is named after. Yep. He's got a skit after him, too. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully the, the label does right by, by his estate and his family. Um, I'm pretty sure there's something in the paperwork that'll that'll give the kids a cut. Um, and you know the album is going to sell. It's without a doubt. But speaking of albums that are doing well, J. Cole's The Off-Season, brand new. And There's no off-season about that. <laughs> no, sir. So while... So while Mr. while Mr. Cole is in Rwanda missing three point shots, not even touching the rim, his album is uh, doing exceptionally well. Sixty two million streams. Let's talk about it. Well, he's a better shooter than Master P. Oh, <laughs> hey, 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 Listen, at least Master <laughs> P actually made the NBA. J. Cole can't touch an NBA floor, okay? Well, what only you mean t- he can't touch the NBA J. J. Cole, no, on, J. Cole only touch an NBA floor. During the All-Star Celebrity Game. You heard it here first. Master, hey, he put up numbers. Master P played against NBA players in, on the Charlotte Hornets and the Toronto Raptors. And still don't have a ring. Exactly. If he was that good, he would have won a championship. He, hey, man, he, he was lucky to be in the league. That's accomplishment. No. But, <laughs> I'm not knocking it. He's still a better player. Anywho, I, Master P in his prime would do much better than J. Cole. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think so? Did you not see when the Raptors played the Vancouver Grizzlies and, and Master P had nine points in two minutes? All <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, basically what happened was, you know, I mean, he, he missed a couple of baskets. And then when, when it came down to the stretch, he drank some Gatorade. He said, oh, a few times. And then he just shot up a couple of shots. That's it. He went three for four from the floor. Don't hey, don't hey, come on, don't be a moron here. What? What? He went three for four from the floor. Then he got called back to the bench, ate some ice cream, <laughs> drank some more Gatorade, and then that was it. I mean, come on, I, I mean, you act like it was an all-star, star-studded performance. <laughs> hey, three for four ain't bad, but anyway, yeah, three for four ain't bad. When you have a coupon, you go into the fast food <laughs> joint and get some burgers, some fries. Yeah, that's oh, good. What the fuck. Oh my goodness! Can we be serious? All right, right Jake. No, we can't be. Go ahead. Jake J- J- Cole off season. Yo, Red Barber. What's your what's your thoughts on this uh, album? And do you think it's worth the sixty two million streams? Yes, loved it. Vintage Cole. I cannot get enough of when he drops and just the essence of what he does when he drops it. I mean, say what you want, but this man is a professional basketball player now. It may not be the NBA, but it is overseas. He could add that to his resume while having a number one album in a country that he's not even in. I love this album, and I feel like he did it with uh, minimal features, guys that are like not his peers, but I'd say uh, a little younger than he is. I know he had Bass on there who's of the label. I kind of wish, and it's funny that I'm saying this, that uh, it was a little longer, the album. Of course, you know how I feel about these... uh, 12 song 40 minute albums here it's yes. almost yeah that is this is the rev barber scale people so if you if you are artists out there you have a project and they don't meet the uh the length or the track listing requirements the rev will tell you your shit don't count <laughs> yeah i mean 12 is a good number at least it's not like the 8 to 10 because those aren't albums people that's an ep but it was 40 minutes and 
I actually do like the short songs and stuff like that, but I wish I had a little bit more on this album. But it's a great album. It's a great listen. I've spun it back a couple of times. Him. I, I actually wish there was a Kendrick feature. Oh, I, yeah. I, I wish these guys would stop sitting on that project and the work they did and just give it to us. What have we done to not deserve this? Yes, they're making us mad. Like, come on, we, we're tired of seeing pictures. We're tired of you guys teasing it. Just drop the album. Yo, I, I'm about to pull I'm about to pull a Chris Lighty, like how he did the Tribe Called Quest, and just take the album out of the damn machine. Just give me the album. A <laughs> <laughs> word. Uh, yeah, but uh, to follow up, uh, 62 million streams, man. He broke the Spotify record. That is awesome. That's fantastic. And like the Rev was saying about the features, him and 21 Savage have great chemistry. They do. When they work together, it's something different, man. It's special. And he, you know, he shouts these guys out. You know, he likes 21, and you know, and he shouted out a lot of the younger guys that's under him, age-wise. And if you want to talk about units, it's expected to go over 300,000. Which is which is it's, it's 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 kind of crazy looking at it now how we are in the digital age and I know uh, talking to the Candyman prior and and, and and talking to you Rev and talking to UT that we wanted to look for this album on CD and can't find the dang thing. I think it's digital only because oh, I've been I've been, I've been checking I've been checking Amazon every day for the last week Amazon and Target and there's no listing for the off season on that CD. Is- so 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 sad man because i have all of you know j cole's catalog and it was just refreshing to hear this album and he went in with the bars man he didn't pull no punches he came in there he put his foot on these people's neck he was talking and talking to a lot of people out there that love track number one they wanted a cam verse cam was hyping it up it sounded like yeah. a set track. No, they wanted I, cam I thought he was going to have one. a verse i thought Same. so too I wanted to hear it. I said, yeah, okay, Cam. Cam was hyping it up. It sounded good, but no no Cam verse. I, maybe one day we'll get a remix. I don't know. But overall, the album is fantastic. I give it a 9 out of 10. I rate it AG, and that's all good. I feel like when it comes to J. Cole, I feel like the, the, the older he gets, the better he gets. Mm. Because this album right here, and, and at one point, you know, Forrest Sills was like the top album for him. And and then like after we got to like KOD, I was like, yo, this is this is a great album. But I felt like he is getting better with his albums. Like, like my life, shout out to I like that's the one is my life, that's the one with 21 Savage. Mm-hmm. And, and you see how they they paid homage to the sample of what's what's his name? Farrell March. Oh, he yeah. did that hook off the um uh Styles P's My Life. I like that. And Cole is just He's just getting better with art, the wordplay, the lyricism, and of course, what's happening out in the real world. Because I don't know if this is a way of saying like we're tired of the same shit we're hearing all day on the radio or in the music of the same trending topics ever. But it's like when Cole comes, it's like the world drops because you know he's about to bring the real shit. Love it, so, man. So like QG, I also gave it a nine out of ten. I just feel like every time he gets better and better with his art, and and of course, guys, this is why I picked him in that uh previous episode against you know QG's uh you know Kendrick Lamar, you right? K dot the archives, and then, and then the Canadian uh, Canada Dry guy, whatever his name is. Um, Oops. Yeah, him. Um, you know, I don't know, fuck it, y'all. That that guy. What's his name? Uh, Break. Oh, uh, Soldier Boy's son. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Uh, Aubrey? 
Yeah, yeah, Aubrey. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, Aubrey, Grand Crackers, Graham Avenue, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, Lil Jimmy. Jimmy Wiltshire, yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> nah, nah, shout out to Jersey. Crazy. Shout out to Drake. We just joking with you, man. But, shout um, out to you for being at the Laker game, too, man. Who Almost is he got with? LeBron Michael? in trouble. <laughs> yeah, he was there with Michael B. Jordan, just, just uh, supporting, you know, clapping for the Lakers. I thought, I thought they were doing a movie together the way that I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> That'd be interesting. But yeah, man, Um, Cole, you did it again, man. That's all I He's can a say. country boy. He's a country boy. People need to remember that. Even though he got that East Coast flavor, that's that he's, country, he's country to the bone, man. Like you, you that's know that's how hype I was. How hype I was hearing that little John in the background. <laughs> Yo, I did that. not expect him to appear out of nowhere. I'm like, where the hell, that little was, John come that from? Was dope. Yo, I love it, man. We, we need that energy. There was a lot of energy in that album. That album is a shot of adrenaline, man. Well. I think uh, the off season he should have named he should have named it something else because by the sound of that album, J Cole didn't take a day off. Nope. That album is pure flame, and uh, even though we still got a whole six months plus of the year, I think uh, if we did a, a year end awards this at the end of this year, uh, that album is my personal pick for album of the year so far. That album's in the running. And he didn't he drop this on the same day Nicki Minaj dropped her uh, tape. I think yeah he well, did. Was it the same? Yeah, actually, yeah it was. Yeah, both of them dropped at midnight. And yeah. if you guys want to, you guys want to know about the Nicki Minaj review, please check out Rap Lab TV. It's oh, on. No. <laughs> it's, on, it's on Instagram. It's on Instagram for everybody out there. And the J Cole one is coming real soon, but the Nicki Minaj one is out there. And and. You, J. Cole, they dropped at the same time. But I agree it's the album of the year candidate right now. And it's and, and it's and it's off and running. Like it's it's just a great album. Okay. Well and, and one more thing, Proud of yeah. the Devil, that's a that's a hell of a song. Yeah. Oh if speaking of that, like I I was not even expecting for him to address the situation with Diddy. Right. Cause we heard about it. There weren't too many details of what really happened, but for him to address it and talk about it and to, and to speak about how he would never imagine that he would have been in a scrap of Diddy. He said he bought No Way Out when he was a kid. He played it so much. People thought Puffy was his favorite rapper. And, the and whole Puff is on the outro. And Puff is on the outro of the song. He's on the outro of it because, because it shows growth. It shows maturity. The whole thing that happened, allegedly, it, it has to do with Kendrick. When Kendrick did the control verse and everything like that, allegedly oh, Puffy was going to pour a drink on him. And J. Cole was like, no, nah, you're not going to do that. And then they just they just got into a tussle. And that was it. It was it was a, it was a one and done. So to see this, everything coming back full circle, it's just it's just incredible now. Yep. And uh, moving on to some. Uh, this is now this is some big news. Now, everybody knows the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has been known to induct hip-hop artists. Um, Run DMC, notably, is in the Hip-Hop Hall of Fame, as well as a, a slew of others. But uh, in the last two weeks, uh, we've seen LL Cool J and Jay-Z both inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Let me just make a quick thing. It's about goddamn time LL or, is I inducted. Agree. That was a crime. It's a freaking damn time. That this guy LL is finally in. I'm I'm glad it's over, but it should have been done years ago. All right, I'll continue. No, and and it, it's it's big for hip hop because both of these guys started in hip hop 
and both of their careers and accomplishments transcends hip-hop. Of course, LL Cool J went into the acting. He's on NCIS, uh, even though uh, In the House flopped. No, it didn't. Stop. No, no, you stop it. You get out of here. No, it didn't flop. Hey, l- 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 listen, listen. So if it, it didn't better flop- than Uncle P. Oh, first off, <laughs> first off, let me better, let me explain. Is it something. better than Uncle P? Is let, it better than Romeo's show. garbage show? That that garbage show that was on Nick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just way better than that. Hey, hey, that. hey, first, first, hey, first off, let me explain something to you. Uncle P was a movie, not a sitcom. All right. It was bad. Second, of all, all, second bad. of all, the Romeo show lasted three seasons, the same amount of time that In the House lasted. So In take the that, Marion. Better. In take the House was better. Marion, Marion, Marion. <laughs> How many years was the Romeo show? Three, it was on three seasons. Well, how many years? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. In the house was actually on for four years. Yeah. Yeah, Marion, a broke down football player. Marion, uh, your boy Shook Knight's name is Marion. Yeah, your boy Shook Knight. Hey, 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 hey. We not. Oh, but I say Marion. Hey, hey, listen, 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 listen. We not supposed to talk about big so, Shook government so, names. Yo, okay. I just realized <laughs> was this character. A parody of Suge Knight, now that I think of it? Ah, because Suge did play football. A broken down football player? Yeah, you're right. Ah. Hey. Y'all going to get us killed. That's how it works, huh? And weren't they in California, too? Yo, yep. hey, 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 come on. Oh, wow. All right, come on, come on. <laughs> don't, 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 hey, don't, uh, uh, don't. Sir don't, Quincy don't Jones do got some explaining to do, Sir Quincy. <laughs> Yo, Big Suge, if you listen to this, the, the, their views and opinions and comments don't represent me, all right? The real Big Suge is from Gangstar, but that's yep. another <laughs> the militia. What about shotgun too? Hey, listen, listen, listen. I, listen, just just don't say the word "sug" and eat shrimp at the same time. You might, you might, you might get force fed and choked. But um, yes, getting back to the Hall of Fame. But yes, to, to the Hall of Fame. So LL Cool J uh, again on NCIS. He's been an actor. Um, wasn't he? In, he was also in Any Given Sunday too, wasn't he? And he yo, gave a Sunday, which yo, nineteen ninety nine. This man was all over the place. And, and 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 I guess we could say that knocking out Jamie Foxx is an accomplishment too. <sighs> Jamie but, started the fight. Yo, but, um, can I say something about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Sh- go ahead, the floor is yours. So, I think it's cool and everything that you know our guys got inducted. But what about a hip hop Hall of Fame? You know, and you know we're about to get into it. But you know we have our museum now, the hip hop museum and stuff like that. But I feel like we shouldn't really be affiliated with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I know it's a huge thing and it's a worldwide thing, but we're our own genre now and we're huge. Mm -hmm. And we attribute for a lot of the sales and a lot of the streams more than ever at this day and age. We may not like a lot of the new artists, but, you know, they do numbers on the streaming platform. And even before the streaming platforms, like, you know, us hip hop guys, you know, we supported the artists and they were selling platinum, multi-platinum gold. I mean, there's dudes... Like, and um, people on No Limit who went gold, who people may not have heard of, but they were selling num- they were selling units. So I feel like it's time that we get our own Hall of Fame, man. I put our own people in there. I'm gonna respectfully disagree, and I'm gonna tell you why. Why? So you can't, especially early on in hip hop, you can't tell the story of hip hop without rock and roll, if that makes sense. Because Rick Rubin is a rock and roll guy through and through, but there's no Def Jam without Rick Rubin. Furthermore, if there's no Def Jam, you don't get Rockefeller, you don't get Murder, Inc., you don't get DMX, 
you don't get Warren. You don't get a lot of these guys. Also, if you listen to like a lot of the tracks from like the er- like the early to mid '80s, a lot of them sample rock and roll elements. Yep, they the, do. The be- like um, one of my favorite hip hop albums of all time, "Licensed to Ill" by the Beastie Boys. They sampled most. They didn't sample hip hop records or soul records like most of their counterparts were doing. They sampled a good majority of rock and roll throughout that entire album. Then you and, get guys, you get guys like LL, who we just mentioned is in the Hall of Fame. His first hit radio was sampling, sampled some rock and roll. So and, I, and, look, and look at Run DMC, their early days. Oh my God! I th- yeah, and and, and and to quarterback with that, you know, Run DMC opened the door on on MTV. MTV wasn't playing hip hop. Then when Run DMC came along, they just kicked the door down and just opened up the revolution. I see both your guys' points. I agree with Rev, and I agree with you too, Candyman. I think I think what it is with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it Rolling Stone magazine. Depending on who you are as an artist, you could be a hip hop artist and get the cover of Rolling Stone, but Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will always be associated with rock and roll. Right. And and you know you got the Beatles, you got Prince, you got Michael but, Jackson, you but, got but, Woody but, but but you know I, what I, 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 I'm gonna go along. I'm gonna go along. I got you. It's it, it's 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 just that we're at a position in time now where we deserve our own wing. Like we had the hip hop honors, which was great, but then that got canceled and thrown out. Yep. So. If 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 the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame did something separate for us that just that just endorsed hip hop and just said okay we're gonna do a hip hop night and just induct these hip hop guys I think what it is with rock and roll yes it is a part of hip hop so is blues so is jazz so is reggae so is all these other genres of music we are at a time in hip hop where we deserve our own and thankfully that museum is coming but. To, to go along with LL and, and Jay-Z, LL, like you said, his earlier records when Rick Rubin was there, Rick Rubin brought the guitar riffs to Def Jam. Yep. And all these artists used it. And after Run DMC came LL. And it just followed along, followed along, followed along. And then with Jay-Z coming in there, I mean, we know Jay, he's a, he's a legend, an icon, one of the biggest artists ever. Both these guys made Def Jam a lot of money. You know, LL being his first artist. Can... So can I chime in? No, go ahead, chime in, chime in, chime in. So, and then even further to it, like uh, we talked on the Eminem episode, Rick Rubin worked extensively with Eminem on Marshall Mathers LP too. Yes. And then um, one of Jay Z's biggest hits, um, "99 Problems," is a is a Rick Rubin production. All right, so I'm gonna jump back in because wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, Let me make this one point, and then I will give you the floor. Go ahead. However, I do agree with you, Rev, on one thing. And this also kind of harps on what QG said. I think one of two things should happen. Either hip-hop should have its own Hall of Fame. Which is what I said. Or they should remove rock and roll from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and just make it the Music Hall of Fame. That could work too. If you look at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, there are members of that Hall of Fame for multiple genres. You've got, you've got soul artists in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. You've got rock and roll in the Hall of Fame. Um, you have hip-hop in the Hall of Fame. You have people from Motown that are in the Hall of Fame. Correct. So I think they should just rename it the Music Hall of Fame. Or like what QG just said, they should give each genre its own wing in the Hall of Fame. Okay, I see that, that I agree. I agree with the Music Hall of Fame thing, but as yeah. far as hip-hop, hip-hop coming from rock and roll, no way. 
it comes from jazz. I know there was a lot of rock and roll influence and stuff with Run DMC and everything like that and Rick Rubin, but hip hop is bigger than Def Jam. There was hip hop even before that label came about. And Ah, uh, the, the streets of New York. Don't you <laughs> yeah. love it? Yeah. I mean, I mean, Rev, to add to that, with with rock and roll, what we're saying is not not just the music. It's also the rapping. Chuck Berry was rapping before rap was even rap. Mm-hmm. So that that type of influence is what is what is more of what we're saying. There's they were rapping before rap was even a word. Even guys like Cab Calloway, he was rapping. So oh, he yeah, like, like the technique and the style of rap. I get your point as far as so, rock and roll. So I want to, I want to ask, I want to ask, I want to ask, I want to ask, ask Rev a question if that's okay. Oh, go, go, go. Yo, um, Rev, let me ask you. So you're against, you're 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 against, um, or your argument is that. You know, hip hop is is bigger than is is rock and roll. Or, or, or hope, hopefully, I'm quoting you correctly. But in in the early days of hip hop, do you think that hip hop could have existed without rock and roll influence? A hundred percent. And what makes you feel that way? Because hip hop is more based off jazz, not rock and roll. And I didn't say that rock and roll uh, hip hop is bigger than rock and roll. I didn't say that at all because. It's not. I mean, it's starting to be, and we are contending. My main point is that hip-hop needs its own Hall of Fame, like what was said, or like you said, to make it just a music Hall of Fame. Because when you do, when you classify rock and roll, not everybody thinks about hip-hop or, or every other genre that's in that Hall of Fame. And with hip-hop, it's not many guitars, it's not many live instruments, unless you're the roots or like certain other bands. It's more sampling, it's more electronic, but... Personally, I would rather see hip hop have its own Hall of Fame. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is cool and everything, and it's a good accolade to have. I'm happy for LL and Jay Z, but I'd push more for our own stuff personally. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And there's some rock artists who are very upset that hip hop is even involved. There was some yep. uh, rock you artists knew that was there. coming. They were what? vocal about NWA getting in there. They was like, right. well, 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 they don't play instruments, so why are they in here? That was yeah. the main argument from some of these rock artists, and it's like, yeah, but it all, but it also takes skill to know how to use a TR eight hundred eight and a synthesizer. Exactly. Exactly. So and, technically, rappers, those are instruments. And rappers were saying, well, we we revived some of your stuff, like the Rolling Stones. You know, like Rolling Stones got songs that you know that that um, people have sampled. Like for a, a, a good one, Candy Man. That song, Dead or Alive, that you like? Because I'm wanted, wanted. Oh, Lord. There's that damn Dead painful singing. Now, nobody that asked you to sing. sing. I was using an example. <laughs> but, you but, wait, but, you, but you know why I like that song, though, right? Because? Because, no, Master P sampled that and used it. Uh, but, but, but you notice, Rev said, Cameron, a lot of people have used it. Yeah. So, it's like... We appreciate the work you've done in other genres. We like it. We're going to incorporate it with what we do and make something magical. When Run DMC and Aerosmith got together, that, that was, was an atomic bomb. That was the bomb. blueprint right there. That was an that atomic, was atomic bomb. bomb. That, right. that blew up MTV. And the funny thing is Run DMC didn't even want to do the record. It was Rick Rubin that suggested the idea. and it Because all they had was the drum beat that... They didn't have the, they didn't have the rock and roll. They didn't have that in there. And, right, and to right. have Aerosmith do it live, that was a legendary thing. And 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 the video itself, where you bring the cultures together as one, that changed music forever. 
and not and not only that, but we've seen hip hop rock and roll collaborations. Um, Rev, you're a big Woo fan. You remember the song that um Method Man did with um Limp Biscuit that oh, actually yeah, came out that DJ Premier produced and together now. Yeah, yeah, that ties to Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, no, I understand all we, that. We've we've seen. Wait, we've wait, seen... wait, 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 hold on, hold on, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> But where's rock and roll now? And where's hip hop now? You know what I'm saying? It's like they need us more now than we needed them. And like I said, I agree with that. Included, but we should have our own wing. That's all I'm saying. I agree. I agree with Rev. We we deserve our own wing. And it's funny, people bring it up about rappers who need to retire. You got 70, 80 year old rock artists that go on tour and they don't get hit with that retirement nonsense. Say that shit all the time. But you see, but see, but that also goes to to tell you about the different fan bases. Yeah. I feel I feel like with hip hop. And and I've said this before, and and I feel like hip hop and sports go hand in hand. Like you got that guy who plays for your favorite team, and he's like pushing age forty and is no longer as productive as he used to be. So people want him to retire. I feel like when people see rappers of a certain age, they be like, "All right, it's time. It's, it's time." However, in rock and roll, like you said, if ACDC goes on tour tomorrow, not mm-hmm. only not only will people buy tickets. Every show in shirts. every city on the tour None. is going to be sold, sold out. out. Like Rev just said, the shirts. I'll tell you. I'll tell you uh, um, uh, a story, uh, real quick. So a couple years back, Aerosmith went on tour for the last time, right? And I remember reading about it, and every single show they did uh, was sold out to the point where to get more people to come, they sold standing room only tickets, and wow. no was sold out. In wow. every city in America that they went to. So, and these guys are what? 70, 80 yeah. years old? Yeah, they're in age. They're, they're like they eight are. Gray hair and everything, long hair. <laughs> and then yeah. even, and then and not just in rock and roll, but even like soul. The Temptations, even though all but one of them are, 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 are long dead and gone. Shout out when, to Otis. When, yeah, shout out to Otis. When the new Temptations group goes on tour and they go and perform in these clubs and, and on these stages and they sequin suits and white gloves... These these people I, I don't want to I don't want to be derogatory towards the elderly but you know people my mom's age and older they they flock to see these to see these groups perform and those are sold out too. But can I but can I ask you guys a question about the LL Jay Z thing? A lot of people were tight that it's LL and Jay Z. People felt LL should have had his moment alone as the rapper in there, but you got both of them like. Well, both of them are inducted in the that? same year. I don't think yeah. one takes away from the other. Right, right. But it's like we've been waiting for LL to get in for so long. Yeah, that that was the so, thing. It was like that, we've, we've been waiting LL for years yeah, to get yeah. into the Hall of Fame. And Tupac now he's got in. in before LL. Tupac got in before LL. Well, that's Tupac true. is the GOAT. Of course he gets in before that, LL. That, that's, that's, that's not, it's not about being the GOAT. It's about the body of work that you put in to be in that Hall of Fame. Now, Pac does have a lot of body work, no question, but this is a pioneer we're talking about here. The pioneer should be preserved. That's the thing. Run DMC got in, NWA got in. You know, you know, you just sparked you just sparked the idea in my head with that last word you just used, preserved. Preserved. Are you guys familiar with the Library of Congress? Yes. Yeah. So you know how like certain albums are in the Library of Congress, rap albums, because they're historically significant. Yep. What I think they should do is that if there is going to be a hip hop Hall of Fame, or even if the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame gives hip hop its own wing, I think that they should collaborate with or merge together the hip hop portion of the Library of Congress with the Hall of Fame. 
if that would and, be a great and, idea. And, and even collaborating mm. with the museum, which we're about to talk about in yeah. a second. Oh yeah. But um Jay-Z and LL both well deserving. Um should they have gone in earlier? That's a point of contention, but at well, least LL should have. At least hey, at least they're in now. But I'm happy about that. Uh earlier this week, uh in the Bronx, uh May New York City, uh, however you feel about uh, Mayor de Blasio, that piece of trash. Oh, um, Lord. Now we're getting political. <laughs> no, we're not getting trash? political. Why is hey, he a piece of trash? Look at the climate in New York, bro. That's all I'm going to say. But he was he Uh-oh. was joined by uh, Fat Joe, LL Cool J, and Nas, amongst others. And they broke ground on the site of where the Universal Hip Hop Museum will be. Uh, this museum... Was 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 talked about for many years, dating back to a decade ago. And I remember. Back, back. I rem- in your hometown, the Harlem River. No, I I remember. Uh, when, I don't know about that. I, <laughs> I remember when KRS One was out there lobbying for a museum. Word. Yeah. And, and yeah, and this has been talked about for a long time, and they're actually going to construct it. Um, I, Rev, you were pretty vocal about the last topic, and this goes hand in hand with it. How do you feel? I want a job there. I hey. I will stand out there in a suit, <laughs> resume. I, I have decades upon experience in customer service, at least seven plus years in Times Square. I can do this. But hey, you're gonna have fun out there, man. You, you actually go for it. You're gonna be standing there smiling the whole time while you're there, man. It, it wouldn't even feel like work, man. And and yeah. you know what, man? To 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 piggyback off of that, I feel like the hiring process should be, you know people with knowledge of our culture, not just some, you know, yuppie off the street or something like that. It should be people who really enjoy our culture because you want to have great representation in something like this because this is big for us, man. Museums come and go. I actually worked in a museum. I worked in a folk art museum for a year and it's actually closed in New York, but I think they opened a, a location in California, if I'm not mistaken. But museums come and go. And this is something that I don't want to come and go because this is big for us. And as you mentioned, KRS-One was lobbying for this, and now we finally have it. I, I, I can't wait to see the pictures, the oh, black yeah. and white pictures of everything. And not just the music, you know, of, of the art, of graffiti, yes. of, of the, the b-boying. Yes. yes, that's, you know, I hope they do this right, man. They have to get this right for us because this could be something monumental. They could even have concerts there or, you know, yes. like how Jay-Z performed in the MoMA. This could be a summit for us hip-hop heads. And maybe it could even bridge the gap between the young and the new. You know what I'm saying? And yes. having... um. The idea as far as the, you know, the House of Congress with the albums and everything, maybe, you know, we could get a share of the pie in there, too, with some of the albums that came out, like Nas, Omatic, you know, Reasonable Doubt, you know, other classics, you know, that we have. So I'm excited and <laughs> no joke, I I, I am going to apply. I am going to apply. Listen, 2024, in 2024, that's when everything is going gonna, is, is gonna to come together. And like you guys mentioned, LL, Nas, Fat Joe, Grandmaster Flash was there, Slick Rick was there, Chuck D was there. To have it in the Bronx, yeah. the birthplace, it's 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 on record. Hip hop originated in 1973 in the Bronx. DJ Cool Herc, all the parties, all the tapes. C- Cedric Avenue, man. Cedric Avenue, man. And to have this going on, they call it a cultural anchor. That's what they're calling this right now. It's a sense of pride to have this here in the Bronx, where it began. And now you got all this going on. This is we mentioned the word preserve earlier. This is part of it right here. But, but have it 
It's going to be good, they, man. They're going to ask Rev on the interview, so what qualifies you to work here? He's he going to go on his phone and pull up every episode of the rap lab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, use it. Put it, put it on the resume, but, man. But, like, but, let, but, let me ask, but let me ask y'all a question, right? So, for example, in other halls of fames and all over the place, so, like, in the baseball hall of fame, they got the ball that Hank Aaron hit for his last home run. In basketball, they got you know Kobe Bryant's uh, jersey from the last the last game he played. In in the hip hop museum, what artifacts, if any, could they house in that place? That's a good question. Microphones, like because uh, definitely dress wear, certain yeah. attire. Yeah, they could be like, oh, this this was the this was the outfit that uh, that Jay Z wore when he sold out Madison Square Garden. Yeah, you gotta have the bucket hat in there, man. Gotta have a bucket hat, a gold rope. Gotta have, gotta have some Adidas in there. Yeah, sneakers. You, you gotta have those in there, man. But 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 what? Gotta have the turntables. Yeah, definitely. Gotta have that. Gotta like have like in D and D, you could take some of the studio equipment. Yes, put that in there. But but that's the only thing, because when I heard that they broke ground, I got excited. But then in my mind, I'm like, but if I pay admission. 20 bucks, 30 bucks, however much it costs to get in there. What would I actually be going there to look at is the question. See, that's why I got to be done right. It has to be done right. You got to have pictures. You got to have all that. You got to have the graffiti. You got to have all these things. Headphones. You need all the stuff that represented, especially certain eras, you know, because you see yes. how there are many genres of rap. If we go into the 90s, we need to see stuff that captured the 90s. We want right. to see stuff that captured the 80s. It could be a whole plethora of stuff. And I want to definitely shout out the Bronx Borough president, Ruben Diaz Jr., and the uh, director of the Universal of the Hip Hop Museum, Rocky. Uh, yeah, uh, those guys, they just. That's why I got a contact, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the contact. Contact Ruben Diaz Jr., contact the Universal Hip Hop Museum. Rocky is is the guy behind it and uh they they helped get it together with the hip-hop artists that are part of it shout out to Nas, man because Nas was a big component ll said it in, in 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 the uh right there at the site where they did the uh interview and everything that Nas was a big person pushing for this to happen and you know yeah. fat joe being there so it was great to just have the, all these guys involved but i agree with candy man if you're paying this money it has to be done right. We need yeah. to see some 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 good my, stuff in there, man. Now my other you question. Pay good money for it too. Mm -hmm. My last question right. while we on this topic, um, it's no secret that the four of us favor nostalgia and the old school. But as time goes on and things evolve, some of these new school guys got to get represented in this museum, whether <laughs> whether we like it or don't like it. True. I understand. So then this, then this museum gonna have to stay on forever. Because they're going to get their time to be stashed in the Hip Hop Hall of Fame Museum, too. Yeah. So, I mean, Rev, it I It has know to how, be consistent. Rev, I know how you feel about Xanax, but... Uh. <laughs> no, no, but y'all... You, you laughing, but this is a, this is no, a, no. a, a real I, possibility. I, 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 I'm laughing because it's true. Because... I mean, that's right. Because you... Especially if we're going by accomplishments and achievements, and especially because... Rev, you're pushing for a hip hop Hall of Fame, and what do museums, museums and Hall of Fames go hand in hand? So, you know, a guy like Soldier Boy, who none of us like, who sold, who's gone multi platinum, he may end up in this museum at one point or another. Make so, him buy a he invented FaceTime. Make him buy a ticket to get in. 
<laughs> no, no, you, 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 no, you're making jokes, but I'm trying to be no, serious. No, 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 I know you're serious, but still make that guy buy a ticket. <laughs> buy, 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 a, buy a ticket to see his own exhibit? Yep. <laughs> I mean, no, Al, you're right. I mean, these guys, whether we like it or not, you know, from the, all, from the 2000s and beyond, they do have a lot of influence, especially with the streaming, I guess the hair coloring, the clothes. So, you know, your guy Wayne is going to be in there, you know, and there's going to be people after him, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, but, 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 Wayne, but Wayne was also a product of the 90s, though. We can't front like, like, like he wasn't. Well, he wasn't, I, you know, he he wasn't really an impact like that in the 90s. And there was, was the wasn't an impact. The hot, the hot Boys was all over the place. And That's the hot boys, and, not and, just Wayne. And, and at the same time, Juvie was the man. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't label them '90s per se, but in the 2000s, yeah, they definitely took it over. And Lil Wayne fathered a lot of these guys that are out now. So he now did. he definitely deserves a spot. Can't you, take you that know who her. I think going to be, since y'all brought a, a fashion. You know who I also think. Believe it or not, y'all gonna laugh. I have a feeling the franchise boy is gonna be in there because they helped popularize ooh, ooh, that ooh. whole. The who? The, the franchise girls. I know. French fries. Oh, I think they lied me. Oh, I think they lied. Well, apparently, they don't like it. Yeah. Where they at? They don't oh, like them no more. They, but, they don't like them no more. Look how they, they popularized go? that whole 4XL type T-shirt, which I couldn't <laughs> fucking stand. Oh lord, they and popularized also, that culture and also, too. And also D4L, down for life. Those guys. Yeah. They can have their own small little wing by the bathroom. Very small. Finish. Oh, 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 paper. Oh, if you need toilet paper, use one of their white teeth. That'll help. But but you also know that I think I think at the launch of this museum that some of these current guys or newer guys are at least going to have a mention in there because they're going to try to attract they the should. local community, which is full of they young kids. But, but remember, with museums, exhibits come and go; they change. So that's that's they, also true. Yeah, they could do something to highlight some of these guys, especially like you know an, an anniversary of say like a Pop Smoke or a, a Juice World or the Triple X Kid. You know, like. I'm with all that, but like when you go deeper into the museum and you want to touch on like the ancient stuff, you know, maybe the second floor or the or the basement, I think right. that's like gonna be where the real stuff is gonna be at, you know. Agreed. Agreed. But um, and then and we all got to go ahead, Pete. An idea. The basement should be all for Big Tigger. <laughs> <laughs> he, should he should definitely have, have a big section down there. So you know, go downstairs you know, there with poof. Nah, yeah. you know, you know, you know, you know what would be a cool ex- uh, interactive exhibit? You go in the basement and there's a virtual big ticker that'll freestyle with you. Right. Like it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, maybe a, we should all apply there. Yo, let's all get <laughs> advisors. <laughs> yo, we should be advisors for there. That'd be dope. That'd be uh, so fine. Nah, but, but in order to get that, BET would have to sponsor it though. Uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, but 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 the my last point on the museum though, um. We all got to face the grim reality that the four of us are going to die at one point or another. That's just human life cycle. So this museum is going to last way far longer than any of us will be alive. So I'm glad that, you know, at least there is a physical place where people could go to to learn about hip hop. That's not their cell phones or their computers, you know. Correct. Like you said, they need physical things. Yeah, you're right about that. No, they will, and and see, but that's the hard part because, like, what 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 artifacts would you get? I mean, yeah, turntables and headphones is cool, but I, me personally, if I'm going to a museum about hip hop, why don't you show me the 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 contract that NWA signed with roof with, with mm. rare rare artifacts? Yeah, yeah, there you go. yeah. I, I would I would I would want to see that. And why to add to that, 
a rapper's notebook. Yeah, yeah there you go. Their rhymes, all the rhymes, you know, like yo Nas's book. Put put oh, put, put one of Nas's notebooks in there. Or but Big L's book. Put, put Big L's book. But you know, all, you know what's funny all, about you put Nas's book in there? That's that's a whole textbook from school right there. <laughs> but, but right. See, but we live in an age where, and I'm glad you mentioned that because. I don't think Nas has his notebook from Illmatic anymore, but somebody has this stuff. Yeah. And they gotta go on a scavenger hunt. Is yep. somebody yep. is, is is the person who has the notebook for the Illmatic lyrics, are they gonna be willing to give that up for free? Is the museum uh, gonna have to pay for it? And if they are, and, and if they are gonna have to pay for it, can they meet the price of what that person wants for it? Maybe the artist could ship in like Nas. Like for example, a couple of years back, um somebody moved into a house in New Orleans. And in the house was Lil Wayne's notebook from the lyrics he wrote for "The Block Is Hot." Mm. Wow! And they and that person mm. who moved in that house sold that notebook for eighteen million dollars for just God a notebook. Which that is was, incredible. So, I mean, it's it, reasonable though, man. Because you also got to remember, this museum is probably most more than likely going to be a nonprofit. So, can they afford eighteen million dollars or more for these artifacts? That's mm. the other thing. Yeah. Now, granted, granted, I I do think that because you know this is a, a the museum is is almost a, is going to be definitive of the genre. Some of these artists, so like for example, if Dr. Dre may have his death row contract, he may willingly donate that. True. Some but, people, some people may willingly donate for free. Yeah. I mean, hey, I, I'd be willing to, to drop off a flash drive full of Rap Lab episodes to the to the museum. <laughs> For a lifetime admission. Well, you know something? You know something to add to that? Because let's say they want to do something. Let me ask you Let me ask you a question, Candyman. Do you have anything that's been out of print? I got it, bro. About one-fourth of my physical album collection is stuff that you can't find anymore. Imagine if, if one of the representatives of the Hip Hop Museum come out to you and say, hey... How much is for this? We want to put it here. Is the price matter to you or the fact that it's going to be preserved somewhere where everybody can appreciate it? Not not for sale. That's my personal album collection. Uh, right. See? right. Mm-hmm. I agree. Only because there are certain things in my collection that it took a lot of time, effort, and money for me to get my hands on. Mm-hmm. So I can't let that go. And also... It's not like I have I have it laying around just doing nothing. Right. No. No. It has like to if, if my computer crashed, I need a source to go back to put these mu- to put to get this music back on my stuff. So I just thought of something. It may sound weird. When you look at the hip hop museum and it's like groundbreaking now in the Bronx and Harlem River, and I know there's no space, and you know people be like, that's not a good area to do it. But imagine the museum was right on Cedric Avenue. That oh man, that's hard because that's the projects there. Yeah. Well, I don't, it don't have to be next to the projects, but a little bit further along down. the avenue. Yeah, it'd yeah. be by the river. I actually took my son out there um, a couple months back. Uh, it's it, pretty cool. Is it? Is it, is it? Is it where the museum is across the street from um, the the Bronx Terminal? Is that where it is? I think it might be. Yeah. Because I used to work on Exterior Street back in the day. Um, I used to work in the Best Buy there, so. Uh, yeah, because in the background I saw the sign for the for the Bronx Terminal Market. Yeah, yeah. it's near um, it's it near is. the Yankee Stadium, and it, it is. Oh, okay. So so yep. it's by River Ave and Hostos Community College and all the, all that stuff. Yeah, it's right. It's right, like right across from the mall. Okay, 
Now that's a good space. That lot it's is like the amazing. museums. It's, it's going to be along the Harlem River with the what's that? The Major Deegan. Yeah, then, under, um, underneath the Deegan. And then yeah. right, yeah, underneath the Deegan, and right next to it is the that, Gateway that's, Mall. That, called. That's a that's a good spot for it because that lot has been vacant for many years. So and you know what? And you know what? People on the FDR Drive, you can see that shit right across the river. That's a good view. Yeah, man. But we'll we'll see what uh what 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 pops up in the museum. Um. So before we wrap things up, we want to get to the what moment of the week. Soldier Boy versus Bow Wow in a versus. Are you kidding me? What? Rev. Hello, fight. Rev. What? Rev. Rev. You and I have been on this show and reviewed plenty of versus battles. Are we reviewing and watching this one? Uh, I'm going to have to catch the highlights on that one. I don't think... Uh... <laughs> My man said I'm not sitting down with a notebook this time. <laughs> no. Don't worry. Don't worry. The highlights is only going to be two minutes. <laughs> Soldier Boy and his antics and Bow Wow and his arrogance. I think I'm just going to... Yeah, I'll catch it on Instagram, like the highlights and all the uh, memes and stuff like that, but... I don't think uh, you're not giving you're not giving it, you're not giving it the same respect as Ghostface versus Ray or Meth versus Red. This is I, disrespectful. I, I, Why should he give it respect? This is disrespectful. They're assaulting our no insulting like that. It's a 106 in Park All Star game. That's how I'm looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody call AJ and Free to host this. They should. They should. That's not even AJ and Free. That's that's Terrence and Roxy right there. Terrence and Roxy. No, no Great Terrence and Roxy. Come, I mean, come oh, on, man. fellas. Look, look at look at Soldier Boy's catalog, man. Look at look at his catalog. You can kiss me through the phone. What he got? Five albums? He invented FaceTime with that one. He got five albums. <laughs> Bow Wow. You great yeah. that Soldier Boy. You I got a get out of here. You you let's not come back. Oh, oh, and don't forget Bow Wow. I'm as fresh as I'm is. Oh man. All your favorite songs. I mean, right. I mean yeah, the yeah, original, yeah. the original was supposed to be Romeo. Romeo issued the challenge to yeah. Bow. See, and this, is, and, this, and this is disrespectful because he won't battle Romeo, but he'll battle Soldier Boy. Ow, 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 ow. Bow Wow will whoop his ass as far as him. Bro, Ro- Ro- Romeo will smoke him. Oh, you in the words of Stephen A. Smith, I said it before. Please stay off that weed. You know damn well Romeo ain't gonna whoop his ass. What he got? Like three singles? Yeah. Listen, word. listen, man. Hey, man. Hey, that man. Ja- that, that Jack, that Jackson, that Jackson Five, uh, um, uh, record. That's all you got. No, that's all my, you got. My, my, my Cinderella, the that's, that's cool remix with Silk the Shocker. That's man. all you got. I just want to say to that, Ro- that, that record was crap. Romeo, he's a punk, man. I watched a punk. He's a punk. He is. Oh, you know, man, I, what the hell happened? He's a because punk. Because I watched the challenge on MTV and he was on um like some of the celebrity challenge where they go against like the regular guys and they was playing a physical competition. I think it might have been like street hockey or something. And he got hit in the lip and he cut his lip. And he ran to his security, and his security started pressing the challenge players and stuff like that. It's like, oh man, come my on, lord! Seriously, he did like, that. I never knew that happened. Then put your I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't recall. Well, well, well. Here's something you do recall. And this, and if Romeo did do the challenge with Bow Wow, he could have been the, he could have played the single. I see DC college. That could have been. <laughs> that's round one. He was round one. Yo, yo, do you, do you remember when I saw that commercial? I wanted to transfer out of York to ICDC. All, all because he did the damn commercial, but he never went to ICDC college. Yeah, he went to U. He went to USC. 
USC. Oh, whatever. Wasn't he like the water boy for the basketball team or something? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he was the black Bobby Boucher. Seriously? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yo, but even the way, man, even Soldier Boy, man, I'm sorry, bro. He, I'm not a fan of either like that, but even even I would know Bab I would will beat them. He'll Some, beat both of them combined. Somebody somebody said to me that they're gonna bring in guests. Like Bow Wow will probably bring Snoop and you know yeah. and a couple well, other people. Well, Who's yeah, Soldier Boy they're gonna bring? He gonna he gonna bring Sammy so they can kiss through the phone. Um oh. Let's see who he bring. He gonna bring Drake. Uh, he might. Drake he might. He might bring Drake. What was that song that he produced and he was only on the hook for Drake? It was the song that um that sampled that show that used to call Kenny Powers. What was that song called? Let's ask a kid. <laughs> you remember that show? What was that show that 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 had the character Kenny Powers? He used to come on the um QG. You might remember this. Oh, nigga, we made it. That one. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. True, I, I remember. Wow. But you know what? All the jokes aside, I mean, Bow Wow has had, he he, had, he 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 definitely had success when you look at it. Top 40 singles, three of them, which were 10, you know, top 10 I hits. Mean, and, I mean, know, people forget from like 2003, that was like his reign. He was doing his thing, you know what I mean? Especially for that time. And then when Romeo came about, you know, people tried to put a little competition between the two. But that Bow Wow was, was ahead. Man, somebody tell Shad Moss to go sit down. And, then, <laughs> and remember, Bow Wow and Soldier Boy had that little back and forth, which was very, very hilarious to me. Wait, wait, wait. Don't they have that song called Marco Polo? They, well, they need to call Marco Polo. Find him. <laughs> but, uh, uh, what a, what a joke of a person. Before we, we're we about to wrap things up. Uh, we just want to give a R.I.P. to hip hop photographer Shy Modu. Oh, that broke uh, my heart. Yeah, who was known for uh, being a photographer for Biggie, Tupac, and Mob Deep. Yeah, uh, he iconic photos, man, iconic. And that's another thing that's going to have to be inducted to the um, museum. His yeah. photos, his photography should go in the museum. I definitely do agree. Um, but yeah, man, he captured some candid shots of Prodigy, Havoc, Biggie, Tupac. So, uh, R.I.P. to him. And uh, this week in hip hop. Uh, two monumental albums get anniversaries. Um, Eric B. and Rakim's uh, Check the Technique um, is is uh, is having another birthday this week. And Eminem's Marshall Mathers LP, the original. Uh, oh, my God. What an is- album. Two great albums. Yep. Mm-hmm. Classics. Wow. So. I feel old. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was just a kid when Marshall Mathers LP came out, so... But, yeah, I, I remember I had to run for that album. That album made me a fan. Yeah. And, yeah, and if you want to hear more about how we felt about Marshall Mathers LP, the uh, the old episode where we talk about Eminem is uh, in the archives. Shout outs to our guest on that episode, Mrs. Rev Barber MC. Yes. Word up. Uh, she is an integral uh, part of the Rap Lab family. So most definitely uh, shout outs and much love to her. Rev, you you did a good thing by bringing her on board in the family, bro. So, a good thing by marrying her. That hey, that that hey, that's sir. Talk that about too. it, brother. Talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, she, and for those of y'all coming to AC, she'll definitely be with us. Yes, sir. So, uh, absolutely. So, uh, fellas, anything y'all want to say before we get out of here? Uh, I also want to give some birthday shout-outs. Uh, you know, uh, the notorious B.I.G., Buster Rhymes, Havoc, 
all of them celebrated their birthdays recently. So happy birthday to those guys and anybody's birthdays out there that we've missed. It's the Gemini season, so all you Geminis out there, yes, sir. Salute, yes. salute, and love. And when one of our members is coming up, you're, you're going to see it. We yes, when, when when we reveal it, it's going to be on that day. One of our members is celebrating their birthday. The Rev Barber MC is coming up. So yes. wait till you see what we got going for that day. Y'all gonna yes. enjoy that. Tune into the IG. We got a lot of uh, surprises that day in the afternoon. We'll be on that Saturday, the day after my birthday, but. It's going to be live. I hope you all tune in. And we got some really, really good conversation pieces throughout the week. I'm going to drop some of the little excerpts that we're going to be talking about and give your boy some love on his birthday, man. You know, these grays are getting longer. <laughs> it's wisdom, brother. It's wisdom. Yes, sir. Come on, come on in. Come on in and enjoy the live and come kick it with us. Yep. And uh, yeah. And if y'all uh, don't make it to the live, um, it'll be in the archive on the IG. And um yeah, we'll we'll see y'all next Sunday. But I'm so glad my man T.O. is back. Yes, sir. Ah. I can't do it. Well, well, uh, which which song you want? Return of the Mac or you want Welcome Back by Mace? Return of the Mac. Yeah, oh, okay. good choice. You from, from Harlem though, bro. No, no, I I don't like I don't want to welcome back. Well, oh, get that out of here. Everybody Mace. remember everybody Mace. remember T.O. is from Harlem so from much Harlem. that uh he he called Big L Lamont. So, <laughs> hey, that was he, he was he was calling Lamont. He, that's L or Lamont. But listen, make sure make sure when you do have welcome back, for sure Blinky Blink and all the rest of those guys. Are with whoa, you. whoa, whoa, whoa! I'd rather have Cardan, but I ain't having no Blinky Blink. <laughs> yo, yo, leave 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 the crew of the year alone, man. The crew of what? The crew of what? what? You you what remember year? that record? What year? Ninety nine. They didn't have that year. All the world is the crew of the year. No, they not. Don't make Mark me Mark. don't make me play the song. You can and, play the song all you want. And, 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 and I'm disappointed in you. You should know better for being on that album. <laughs> but, Hell you. But yeah, so this is the Rap Lab. This has been this week of hip hop, and we'll catch y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.